So about 100 years ago, the story goes, two shoe salesmen were sent to an undeveloped country to assess the opportunities for the shoe business. Both reported back to their boss. The first one says, they don't wear shoes. The situation is hopeless. What a waste of time. The other says, great news. They don't even have shoes. Get ready to expand. That's the classic story between a pessimistic and an optimistic salesperson. Most people in sales would say, well, the optimistic one, that's typical. That's what you want. That's who you should hire. But what if they're both wrong? Poet laureate Billy Collins was interviewed and asked why people read his poetry. He didn't want to answer. So the question became more generic. Why do people read poetry in general? Billy Collins responded, I don't think people read because they're interested in the poet. I think they read because they're interested in themselves. We read, consume, share, even produce because we're interested in something interesting ourselves. So we should probably get over the altruistic, pure than thou notion that we read just because or some other fantasy. We read for ourselves. We look for ourselves as we read, as we consume, as we give to nonprofits, as we become part of a cause, as we identify by liking or joining a group on social media. We want, we need to use what we consume to identify ourselves. We want to become something. We want to become someone we might not be yet. The scene is a garage sale in a neighborhood just like yours. A man pulled up slowly in a new Jaguar, the more expensive one, which was obvious, and I greeted him and his young son, pointing out the table of 25-cent items and the other with dollar items. He smiled and said to me, sell me something. So I asked, do you fish? Yes, a little, he said, and I showed him a plastic device shaped like the body of a fish uh, to grip an unruly catch. You may not mind baiting the hook, but who likes the lingering smell of fish when you've just landed your lunch? He responded, I pay someone to do that for me. I have that kind of money. Well, besides the argument that that might not be true fishing, does your son have that kind of money? Or are you going to let him go through life never knowing what he's glad to have enough money to pay someone else to do for him? Sold, the rich man said, and paid his 25 cents, handing the device to his son who threw me a disgusted look. And the rich man called out, Thanks for selling me something worth more than 25 cents, my friend. You're a good salesman. So back to our two shoe salesmen from 100 years ago. Maybe they were both wrong. It's not just whether shoes are a good thing or a bad thing or whether people will buy them or not. It's whether they will want to buy them. You could offer shoes to people without them and they may never sell. Let me give you an example. A college psychologist asked her class to perform a behavioral experiment. They were to offer a casual compliment to anyone wearing red for the next two days. 
There were just 20 students in the class on a campus of a couple thousand. But in just one week, it seemed that almost everyone was wearing red. Thank you for listening to School of Stories with James Callahan. To learn more, contact me at callahansocialmedia at gmail.com. Thank you.